Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hey everybody, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am One Click Lindsay, your host. On today's podcast is a very special treat because I have been following this guest for a long time and he is so talented at remarketing that he turned around and started following me through his Facebook ads. So his name is Jason Swink and he founded a successful digital agency that had huge clients such as Aflac, Lotus Cars, Hitachi, AT&T, Coke and LegalZoom. This guy knows how to run a digital media agency and quite frankly, um, he is the digital media agency for digital media agents. That's a huge mouthful. But if Jason can teach us digital media agents how to do things, he must be the pro. So I'm very happy to have him on the show today. Uh, Welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast, Jason. Thanks for having me on. And I want to hear you say it three times really quick. (laughs) Edit. Yeah, that, that, that's a huge mouthful, but digital media agency is like the perfect way of putting it because I'm guessing that includes web developers and social media people like you kind of cover everyone. Is that is that a fair assessment? You got it. Um, you got it. So first things first, how honestly did you land such huge clients such as Aflac and LegalZoom? Tell me that story. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it all started off with going after one client at a time and then just doing a good job and leveraging your success over and over again. And at the end of the day, it was really two things. It was having the clarity of where we were going and then also having a specialization where those clients reached out to us because we were the experts in those fields. So how were you the a- expert in, in in like Affleck and AT&T and LegalZoom? What was your expertise? Yeah. So it was around a particular technology called Sitefinity. It was around a content management system where we we became the uh, one of the best partners in the world for them, as well as with Microsoft. And so at the time, those companies wanted to leverage those platforms and do a lot of design and user experience. And so those companies were like, who do we need to go to for customization? And we were at the top of the list. So you're a big proponent of niching down and becoming a specialist. Always. I mean, if you're if you go broad, I mean, it's so hard to go after everybody, right? You can't understand someone's biggest challenge, right? And that was that. That's probably the biggest thing that we did when we started having a lot of success, and that's what I'm continuing to do. That's why I always tell people I help digital agencies, you know, scale and get to the next level, right? It's just it's so specific, and then I could I could follow you on Facebook a lot easier, right? Right. That's true. So yeah, do you follow? Um, do you take on just regular clients or do you honestly only service digital agencies? Well, here's the, here's the key. I only market to digital agencies, but I take on all kinds of different businesses. Okay. So a chiropractor could come to you and you wouldn't say no. They'd have to be, well, I have my own criteria, right? So I'll take on other people that want to do something like I'm doing now, creating this media company, right? Or I'll take on... 
a particular service-based business like an architect that's very similar to the, the realm of an agency, right? So I'll take on those, but you have to have that certain criteria of what you would take on. I see. So it seems like you have picked a very interesting niche where you are marketing to people who market. So how hard is that to land a sale? And and what is your technique for like somebody like me? I know how to I know how to internet market. I do a lot for my clients and myself. How do you sell to me and, and what can you offer me since I am already doing it? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is, is understanding your audience and understanding their biggest challenges and where they're at and relate to them. Right. I know right now that I'm not going to appeal to every digital agency owner out there and know that for a fact. Right. But if they digest my content and I provide them information that helps them out and they get to know me through my nurturing campaigns and the remarketing campaigns and all the different things I take them through, then they're going to reach out to me. And that's how I really built this business, you know, really worldwide. I mean, I work with people in over, I think, 72 countries, which is pretty. That's impressive. When I started looking at it, I was like, really? I had to look back at the numbers going that many countries. And it's, uh, you know, I'm always on Skype calls at weird times working with people all around the world. So it's. What is your what is your main way of of advertising right now? Where do you put most of your dollars? Well, uh, Facebook is where I put my dollars for for ads, but where I put most of my time, it's around creating content, uh, both whether it be on a podcast or video. I'm always trying to think. I mean, I always thought about what's the best way to demonstrate value is to actually help someone first and give them value. So that's why I create all this content all the time of trying to focus, all right, if you're this type of person having this particular problem, here's some kind of nugget that you can go do right now that will work. And then as soon as it works, your trust Mm. just went up, Mm -hmm. right? So you're going up the trust tree or whatever, right? (laughs) I like the trust tree. Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I just made it up. I was thinking of Robert De, Robert De Niro in the trust circle. I was oh, like, well, oh yeah, let me just, yeah. I like let it. Let me add a trust tree, I guess, too. Jason's right? next blog post, the trust tree. Trust tree. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So is that what you recommend? So is so you go into a digital agency that is maybe floundering, not 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 profitable. You basically help them find a niche and then tell them to create content around said niche. Is that your secret? Well, it's about setting up the right systems. The only difference between uh, an eight-figure agency and a smaller agency or even any kind of business, it's about the right systems that they have in place, right? And you got to kind of look at the kind of the life cycle of certain businesses, right? When we all start off, like when I started off, I didn't even know what an invoice was, right? And you kind of start off and you're in this fun stage. But then you kind of go to the next level up. And it starts getting bumpy and it starts getting a little more complex. And that's when you start hiring people and you start taking on more clients. And you usually have a a tendency to push forward and go through, which requires having the right systems to get through. Or you usually go back and then the business is depending on you. So at the end of the day, it's all about creating the right systems because systems outperform talent all day long. And if you have the right systems for lead generation, if you have the right systems for delivery, making sure you're charging the right amount, managing your team, how do you bonus your team, all those different things, that's kind of the secret sauce. It's all about looking at the systems that you have working really well for you right now, and then how can you 
enhance those systems or create the new systems in order to get you to the level that you're going. That okay. makes sense? Yeah, it does. So let's talk about, since this is the Traffic and Leads podcast, can you give me an example of, I'm a small business, I have no systems. What is a good example of where to start to create a lead generation system? What does that look like? Is it written like on a Google site somewhere? What? Tell me about that. Yeah, so what you have to understand... I kind of relate it to fishing, right? So, so many people, when they look at leads, they just go, well, I guess Facebook's working for people or Twitter or LinkedIn. Let me just go buy an ad. But they're not specific on the fish that they want to go after, right? And once you know the fish and what type of fish you want to go after, then you have to figure out what bait and where are they, right? So let's say you're a digital agency and you're looking for, you tell me who you're looking for. Uh, hypothetically, I am a digital agency that's looking for startup businesses that's just starting, have no online presence, maybe. Okay. All right. So we first need to figure out, all right, where are these guys located? Are they reading oh, right. um, you know, certain publications, right? Like, um, what is it? Um, what's a publication for the startup community? I don't know. This is a horrible example. <laughs> okay. But, but what, let's say we find like um, TechCrunch is okay. a great you know, one that these startup communities go to. Um, let's say they attend certain events, like traffic and conversion event or whatever it is, right? Right. Or inbound. And then, so what we're going to do is now we're going to go where the fish are. Now what we need to do is figure out what's the right bait. Most of the time to figure out the right bait is figure out what is their desire? What do they want to create, right? Do they want to get funding, Right. What's their biggest problem? Well, they, they can't get past beta, right? Or they can't get to uh, you know a series B round or their evaluation. They need to increase it. So then I'm going to create an ad that targets them and saying, "Hey, are you in, are you in a place where you're trying to raise money for your tech startup and you really want to get to the next level? Click here. Here are five tips, right? And I'm going to provide them something of value. So now I have right location. I know the fish I'm fishing for and I have the right bait. That's ju- that's just to get the lead. That makes sense. And then after And you're saying that's you get, all part of a that's all systemized within Facebook. Or are you yeah, saying well, to like this, feed this that a, into Salesforce or Yeah, you're going to you're going to feed this into a CRM and then you're going to set up marketing automation in order to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you, right? So it's a concept I've developed. It's called milestone marketing. And this is a concept that I totally missed out on when I was running my agency. And it basically, like what most agencies and most businesses do is they try to pitch marriage right off the bat. They say, fill out my contact form, fill out this particular thing of like when I need your help. But some people may not be at that level where they need your help yet, but they may be having that problem. And so you want them to raise their hand saying, yes, I'm a tech startup. And yes, I'm having um, trouble raising funds. That's all you want. And then what you're going to do through technology is you're going to move them from milestone to milestone and seeing if they engage with your video. If they don't click on your video, don't ever send them another video or send them a different type of video. Maybe they want to go on a webinar. If they don't show up for your webinar, Maybe they don't like webinars. Send them a PDF or an ebook or whatever, right? And so you use technology in order to weed them out and get them to a conversation with you. So after like, so let's say, for example, they opt into something that you have to offer 
and they digest the video, now it's perfect time that they've digested the video, make them some kind of offer saying, hey, would you like me to do this really cool thing for you for free? Or would you like me to look at how much you're spending with AdWords and tell you, you know, what you really should be spending and really do an audit of your account? And what you're doing is you're identifying opportunities for them as well as problems that they have right now that ultimately you can fix. So you, you said, hey, do you want me to go look at XYZ and, and tell you how to fix that for free? How do you automate that? If like if I were to say, do you want me to do you want me to audit your Facebook page and tell you 10 things that you can do to improve it? Like that's not something that you can automate because I, I, I mean, do you just teach employees what the 10 things are and it's just a system or how do you systemize non-systemizable things? You're automating the process of getting them to fill out an application, right? So the application, like if you look at my model right now, right, you'll go to, if you go to jasonswank.com slash blueprint, it basically says, hey, would you like me to design you a lead generation blueprint to show you exactly what's working for me and my clients. If you want to know more, click the button below and I'll send you all the details. I'm literally just asking them for their name and email address. The next page they go to is like, cool, I'm glad you wanted to do this. Here's how it's going to work. Here's who this is for. Here's my criteria that you need to meet in order to get on the phone with me or someone else and build this blueprint out for you. So I'm basically describing what it is, how it works, possible outcomes, and the criteria. And so all that's automated. And then once they, and you could do like a real person refundable deposit like I do, or just go straight to an application process and then have someone look at it. But after that part, you're not automating that. You have to, you know, you're just trying to automate the whole process of getting that conversation. And filtering, yeah, and filtering out the people who are like, oh, well, that's not me, right? Yeah, exactly. So like if you listen to that video, basically it's like, hey, there is a small catch. There's kind of a big one. You have to be X, Y, and Z. You have to be this in revenue. You have to be willing to change. You have to do this. Wow. Right. And if you don't meet that, don't fill it out. (laughs) Right, right. Um, So I was going to ask you about this, and I'm sure you did this personally. This morning I got an email from you, and the subject was, do you want more leads? I'm sure you personally sent that. But if I were to open and investigate (laughs) that email, I'm guessing it would lead me to this blueprint you just talked about, probably? Do you remember writing that? It will will eventually. So what I do is I have literally eight campaigns running at the same time. Okay. And depending on how you engage with my campaigns, whether you read the email, you click on the link, um, what information you give to me, you may get that campaign. You may not. Right. So like my accelerate campaign, which is that blueprint one that I just walked you through only goes to people that are over 500,000 in revenue and that are an agency owner. Okay. If you didn't tell me that you were that in the beginning, when you opted in, you would never get that. Right. And then if you didn't um, engage or you opted into different things, you're going to be like, I literally bolt all my campaigns together and I look at how you engaged. So if you didn't engage on a video, I'm not going to send you probably another video. Or if you didn't engage on a PDF, I probably won't send you another PDF around that topic. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. So it seems um, for a lot of my clients, it's very overwhelming for them 
to un to get all of these systems in place. So it's like they answered yes to this, send them over here. Is that something that you sit down and and have this huge piece of paper that covers your living room floor and you're meticulously drawing it out? Yes and no. And this is the path. Or is it something that you're like, okay, let's at least start getting people into the list and then we'll start figuring out the the break points. Like, do you tell me which way you go? How do you do that? Yeah, it's it, it starts very simple. You start with one simple campaign just to get the email address yeah. and start building your list. And then it just starts with like a goodwill campaign. Just provide them value. Even if you don't have a call to action right now, don't worry about it. Just provide value and just build your tribe, build your community. And then when you have something to offer and you know that call to action, then you can make it to them because now you've built up trust and authority and they're way up the trust tree, right? And now you can, you know, <laughs> go to your branch you branches. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. We're making up stuff as we go. Yeah. So, but you don't, it doesn't start off complex. Like I, I told you how many campaigns I have, but yeah. I'm always building new ones and I'm always modifying them. But when you first start out, you just start off with one, one simple one. It's not complex. And then the, the cool thing about it is, is, you start bolting your campaigns together. So you have one simple campaign and once that's running and you prove that, then you go on to another campaign and you make that work and that's simple. And then you start bolting them together. That's all. That makes sense. So Jason, let me pick your brain a little bit about opt-ins. So it seems to me that people are becoming more savvy about the whole, hey, give me your email address and I'll give you this cool PDF. Um, Have you been finding the same thing or is it just that the quality of the PDF has to be addressing such a pain point that it literally is irresistible and they can't just Google it? And how do you how do you do that? Tell me about irresistible offers and your take on that. Yeah. So there's two things that are working really well. I'll tell you a couple of things that aren't and I'll tell you why they don't work. Uh, ebooks just don't work anymore. I don't think. Agreed. Just because they don't they don't digest them. They may be good to get an email address, but if they don't digest it, they're no good because they don't have that trust. Uh, two things I'm doing right now that are just absolutely killing it. One is is putting an ungated video um, in the post that has a call to action at the very end, and the video has to be fairly quick has to be kind of common sense and have that aha moment, right? So for example, I do one video right now. It's called, um, hey, have you ever sent out a proposal to a client and the client gone completely dark? Would you like to stop it? Well, here's how you do it. Don't send the freaking proposal. And I, I tell them <laughs> I why and how video. to do it, right? <laughs> and then at the very end of the video, I tell them, hey, if you liked this, you're going to love my budget buster. And if you want to know how to get the budget 100% of the time, click here. Right? I'm literally paying under $2 a lead on Facebook. And this is going after other agencies. That's right? impressive. You, That's killer. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, literally, it's just, it's a money maker machine. The other one that I'll do is, it ha- like, you mentioned PDFs or lists or white papers, mm-hmm. you know, I think video is the best or some kind of workshop. Like mm-hmm. I won't say webinar. I just don't like webinar anymore. I just like advanced workshop, right? Those are good lead magnets in order to get an email address in order to have someone to say, yes, please market to me. That makes sense. I've also heard the word lately going around 
Masterclass. Have you been using that? Have you seen that going around? I haven't seen it really go around. I mean, I know it works because that's what, that's why my podcast is called the Smart Agency Masterclass. Oh, seriously? (laughs) Wow. Yes. Yep. So you do like it. I was just, uh, for some reason on Facebook this morning, I was, cause you're right. Nobody uses webinar anymore. And I saw like three or four different master classes, but they were webinars. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. You know, about a year and a half ago when I, I came up with the podcast and named it, I think I was watching and I'll admit it. I'm kind of looking around so no one else sees me, I guess, <laughs> but everybody on your podcast, I started watching like Oprah's masterclass. Right, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." Oh, did it come from Oprah? (laughs) Oh, see, and I haven't watched that, so I guess that's where it came from. Maybe there you go. (laughs) I like it. So, um, I didn't know. I should have known that you run a podcast. Is that for agencies or is that generic, awesome marketing advice that you obviously know how to give? Yeah, well, it's specific to agency owners, but Mm. I have so many people that listen to it outside of like literally. This morning, I interviewed Zappos about building an amazing culture. Or, you know, I'll I'll just interview all kinds of different people. But most of the time it is for agencies. I mean, my whole goal and the clarity that I have is I want to be the number one resource in the world for agency owners. So you really don't want to kind of put too many generic things in there. But all the concepts that we go over can be applied to really any business. That's awesome. Well, I think it, I mean, you've obviously hit, it's a perfect niche. I don't know anybody else who is helping agencies and it seems like, you know, anyone can kind of like be a web developer or a social media manager, or a lot of people are interested in it. So luckily they have you to help yep. them be successful. So that's pretty cool. You're quite the innovator. Yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, before I let you go, can you tell everybody how to find you or um, how to, how to best connect? Yeah. Well, the best way is go to my website, just jasonswank.com. Swank is spelled with an E, S-W-E-N-K. It's not with an A. I'm not related to Hillary. Uh, but just go to jasonswank.com and you know, literally I tell everybody I give away about 60% of my knowledge for absolutely nothing, which everybody can afford. And then I just, uh, the 40% is really, really good on the paid stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Jason, for being a guest on our show. And thanks everybody for listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.